Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, so today's workout is going to be row like football, okay? Soccer, okay? Not your American football, none of that. Soccer football, okay? What we're going to do is we're going to do 45 minutes, we're going to then rest for three minutes, and then we're going to do 45 minutes again. For those that don't know what soccer matches are like, well, the halftime is usually longer than three minutes, but that's kind of how it works. And how we're going to do it is we're going to do one minute at a nice, easy, gentle pace, and then we're going to do 15 seconds at a fast pace. So that's basically as though you're not on the ball, and then you have to sprint for the ball, you're running for it or whatever. Okay, so this is what's going to kind of emulate what it's like to be in a football match, but we're doing the cardio training on a rowing machine. It's genius, okay? Well, that's what I think. So we need to get into a four-minute warm-up, even though we're going to be rowing for 90 minutes. It still makes sense to do the warm-up, get yourself all nice and stretched off and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're going to do that first. Now we always start off by setting up the machine and the concept to that means that you have to set your drag factor first, which if this machine was the other way around, you would be able to see the lever, but you can't. Okay, so you have to imagine what the lever's like. Um, set it somewhere between 100 and 130. Hopefully you know where you want to set it for yourself. If you don't know about drag factor, please check out the video I have here on this channel. If you don't have a concept to, just set the weight of your machine so you get a nice feel from the stroke, but you don't have to heave it. Okay, you're not pulling a pile of bricks across some sandpaper. Okay. You need to just have a nice fluid stroke. Next up, if you can set your monitor, um, set it to eye height so you're not looking up, you're not looking down. And finally, your foot stretchers should be set to a height where you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, um, comfortably. If you are set too high, you might not be able to get there. If you're set too low, you might go scooting straight past there, causing hyperextension of the back and power leaks and cats to marry dogs and oh man. Shall we go on this four minute warm up? I feel like I'm speaking at a million miles an hour to try, <laughs> try and get into it. So um, we'll do it at a nice gentle pace. Uh, just start off thinking about like a body weight squat as though you were just standing up. And then you can think about connecting the power from your feet to the power from uh, through your body into the handle and into the machine. All right, here we go. In three, two, one, and we're off. Now we're outside. You'll have noticed. Being outside brings with it a lovely scene. However, I can guarantee you it will also bring with it the sounds of lawnmowers, sounds of dogs barking. It's a gorgeous dog next door that likes to bark at me. Uh, kids playing, aeroplanes flying. That's okay. We've got like an hour and a half together, so that's going to give us stuff to talk about, other than technique. So remember, just push those feet into the machine. Hold the forward tilt over your hips. Arms straight. As you push your feet into the machine. It's really important to try to maintain that forward shift of your body weight as you push the power into the machine because that's how the power floods in from your legs. And then you add in the swing of your back, going from that forward lean to the backward lean. And finally, your arms pull in to squeeze out that last bit of power. If you're the type who pulls from the front, it's really hard to get that 
leg snap in. When it comes to power in the rowing stroke, you want 60% of it from your legs, then like 30% from your back, 10% from your arms. Right, let's put one foot on the ground and continue to row with that other leg still in the foot stretch. This is good for just increasing that flexibility into the front of the machine because you've only got one leg strapped in. You don't have both of them fighting against you. Just make sure not to over lean at the front. Swap feet and continue. And don't worry, I know it takes me only a second to transition there because I'm in socks. New me still still be fighting with the straps. But still, arms straight, forward tilt at the front, shin vertical, and push it into the machine to drive that power in there. Last one here, put both feet in, legs straight, and roll with your back and arms. This is a really important drill. This part here is you swing over your back first to pick up the flywheel with your back and then you pull in with your arms. It's really important that you get used to this not being a pulling action. It's about legs back, then arms. Let's do one more here and then roll to the front of the machine with straight arms, forward tilt, push out with the legs and hold that forward tilt and arm straight as you push from the front, okay? This is the other vital drill because it really will get you used to that feeling of the power coming from your legs and not from pulling because I'm not pulling at all. Should we do one more? Yeah, one second. Whoosh. Okay. Ah, right on time. It's the first of the planes. I told you we have some of them coming over. Right. So, that's our four minute done. Have a quick drink, because of course, we're about to go into a 45 minute interval. And although you can, obviously, so you can pretend that there's been some kind of a foul or something and you stop and you have a drink while the referee deals with that. So you can pretend this is a real football match if you want and stop and have a drink halfway through the, <laughs> the 45 minutes. Or you can try and just do it all in a one because after all, we're on a rowing machine, we're not on a football pitch. So let me quickly load this up from ErgZone. Uh, if you want to find it, it's called Row Like Football Brackets Soccer. Because that's what we call it here, football. <laughs> right. Uh, we're going in, cool. So, remember what I said, we're gonna do one minute, a nice gentle pace, run about 18 strokes a minute, 20 strokes a minute maybe. And if you have a 2K pace, we're looking at 2K plus 20 to 22. So really in that bottom end of intensity. But then after that one minute, you go fast for 15 seconds, okay? You're sprinting for the ball. You're trying to stop the, the striker getting into the, oh, whatever. I'm not a football fan at all. I don't know what I'm on about. That's the point. One minute easy, 15 seconds hard. And we're going to do that for 45 minutes. That's what, run about 30 or then 35. Do the maths. So that's quite a lot of sprints. So make sure you're hydrated before we start. All right. Like I say, if you have to stop and drink it at some point here, I'd rather you stopped and had a quick drink than you went through the whole 45 minutes and ended up a prune or a raisin or a 
yeah, anyway. So we're gonna get into this. I'm gonna go into sunglasses mode. It's a bit rude, but kinda needs it because the sun's out. And we are gonna go in three, two, one. Let's go. So one minute easy. And like I say, you can, if you want to, you can mix this up a little bit. You don't have to do it at exactly the same pace, but it's like 2K plus 20 for these slow bits and then maybe 2K plus five for the sprints. You can mix it up. You can ease off even more on these easy sections as long as you then go a lot harder on the fast sections or you can keep the intensity up on these and then not quite go full out during the fast stuff or you can just mix it all up for 45 minutes twice so right one more stroke here let's do 15 seconds fast so get that stroke rate up so I'm at around about 30 strokes a minute last one here then take it back down nice and easy this machine's making one heck of a racket don't quite know what it's rattling about on but I've obviously not got a level deck friends of mine would say I don't have a full deck either you get what we're doing then that first one showed you how this is going to work one minute slow 15 seconds fast so we've got another 15 seconds to go from this stroke before we go fast so you don't eat into it it's always one minute plus 15 okay you ready let's go fast but remember the power is coming from that push of your feet into the machine okay so really push take a low and slow low rate slow pace for a minute the power no matter what stroke rate or intensity you're doing comes from the legs push harder to go faster push softer to go slower and then when you combine that with stroke rate changes that's how you're able to attenuate your pace you can go like a low stroke rate and full-on power but if you can kind of glue power to stroke rate you'll get used to what's going on okay here we go nice and fast sorry I just lost my train of thought a bit there just as the sun goes in how big's the cloud? I'll be out in a sec. Here we go, low and slow. 
So it's a good, although we're on the rowing machine, it is a good kind of comparison to what it's like playing football. I kind of did some maths, admittedly based on some of the top players in the Premier League, but looked at the distance that they ran per match and the speed that their top sprint was worked out the percentage that they were running and sprinting for and it's kind of the percentage that we're doing here with the easy row to the fast stuff speaking of which, here we go, fast and the good thing is these little 15 second bursts are very manageable and there we go low and slow and that's our first five minutes done because my heart rate's down at 133 right now so that's let's see where's our zone I'm about 70% of my rowing maximum heart rate that's going to drift to be honest we're only five minutes in but it's nice to know that for the time being my heart rate is relatively low even though I'm putting in these 15 second bursts of pace Okay, two strokes to go. One more. Here we go, nice and fast. Get that stroke rate up. Keep the arms straight at the front. Hold them straight and push the feet into the machine. There we go, low and slow. Now, this isn't the first time I've done this workout. I actually did it five days ago. But my microphone unplugged itself. So I went through the whole thing talking absolute gold dust, of course. <laughs> and none of it recorded. So I am very much seeing today's row is a rematch or the away leg <laughs> if you football fans are doing this you'll appreciate the the link for a rematch there okay one more stroke here we go nice and fast push hold that forward tilt an arm straight as you push for at least half of the leg drive. Low and slow. And what I learnt from doing this the last time round was that these slow sections are actually 
the most important because it's within these one minute slower bits that you lock in your technique get that groove right so that when it does come to putting in those sprints your muscle memory wants to just continue doing what you have been doing from a technique point of view so that's why I'm going to keep on talking technique today last one here we go, nice and fast so forward tilt arm straight hold that position for at least half with the leg drive low and slow and actually the best way to think about it is to hold that forward tilt and straight arms and when you think you've gone far enough just go a little bit further because longer is better anyway but I think the majority of people especially people who just row on a machine swing their back way too soon so you may be holding off the arm pull but it even and I know I swing my back too soon but try to hold that forward lean here we go fast get the stroke rate up ah, come up with a cunning plan of how to fix the noise from the machine you'll find out hang on low and slow you'll find out my plan in around about 35 minutes as we stop between these intervals so there we go we're 10 minutes in I don't know about you but for me hang on sunglasses up about 10 minutes flew by it really was a quick one Whew. and hopefully that's because I'm going to move my phone, it's a bit of fault because of how we're doing today's session okay, one more here we go, nice and fast sorry I lost my chain of thought there too busy worrying about my phone <laughs> oh, that would be the gardening noise slow and slow quite happy to put up with outside noises because it's only March it's the end of March 20 22 right now and it's well when I checked the weather yesterday it said it was going to be 
18 degrees today. Now, 18 degrees at any time in Glasgow is pretty much summer. So the fact that it's that temperature at the end of March and spring hasn't really sprung yet. It's quite nice. A bit worrying though. Here we go, fast. Worrying from a global warming point of view really. But maybe it's just winds from the south. Low and slow. What's weird though is thinking that like maybe some point next week we'll just get hit by a frost. All the bees and butterflies and flowers are all coming out right now saying it was this summer. It was super. They're all buzzing around. Well, the bees are like, we're all the flowers. We want nectar. But then a frost is going to come. Kill them all off. Okay, three strokes. One more. And let's go fast. So you're sprinting down the wing, chasing down the ball. It's you versus another midfielder trying to get the ball. Ooh, low and slow. You got a good clearance, but it ended up just going across the touchline. Good effort though. And, you know, the way I was talking about mixing things up is kind of like you're playing different positions on the pitch. Are you a striker racing towards the penalty box to try and get a goal? Or a defender racing back to the penalty box? to stop them scoring a goal or you're just a midfielder covering play in the middle of the pitch but from a cardio toll point of view this will do it here we go fast so you're sprinting for the ball you're running back covering action making sure they don't score one more Low and slow. It's 15 minutes gone. Third of the way through the first half of our virtual football match. No score yet, but luckily it's a very clean match. No stoppage time. Doesn't seem to be any theatrics on the pitch. Nobody's falling over, rolling on the ground, grasping their shin, even though they got pushed in the back. 
really puts me off football. Okay, three, two, one. Here we go, nice and fast. Now you'll probably have noticed that where we're doing this, it wraps itself up neatly inside five minute chunks. Here we go, low and slow. So you really only, at most, need to think ahead five minutes at a time. But actually, you're only ever really, oops, sunglasses on again, thinking about the one minute low and slow, followed by 15 seconds fast and sprinty. And that really makes time fly. If you can break down any long row, whether it's duration or distance, into smaller parts, it'll go by a lot quicker. A 10k row seems to go quicker if you only look at it as one kilometer 10 times, rather than 10k. <laughs> Trust me, let's go fast. Sprint for the ball. <clears throat> One more. Let's go low and slow again. Now, as we get into the last half hour of the first half of this workout, I really do want to impress upon you the importance of keeping the effort up. As much as I question the amount of money a footballer makes just for chasing a ball, they have skill, I know how. But that hour and a half match really can exhaust you or exhaust them. So you need to make sure that this row, you're not just phoning it in. It really is. By the end of it, you feel like you've had an incredible workout. Last one. Here we go. Nice and fast. Because when I did this a few days ago, I did 22,000 meters. Low and slope. And it looks like I'm gonna be near that today too. So it's gonna be a half marathon, at least for me. And probably around about 1300 calories. And that's according to my watch, which takes my height and exertion into account rather than just the Concept2 monitor, which just assumes I'm a, what, 78 kilogram male, so there will be a quite large disparity between the two. But either way, when it comes to calorie burn, this one's gonna rock it. Let's go fast. <clears throat> 
Three more. Oh, this machine is definitely slightly leaning to the right, I think. So I keep squirming on the seat. So it seems to have a lot of pressure going on in my right glute. So apologies if you see me squirm on the seat. But that's why. Oh, right away again. So, I mean, what you do with intensity on today's row is up to you in the end. And if we are rowing for an hour and a half, you are going to get a good workout. Here we go. Let's go fast. But you can just make it more effective by making sure to keep that intensity up, low and slow. For the fast stuff, and then offset it with these one minute recoveries. This is like when you're just jogging back to the halfway line or back into the box, just recovering while play is on the ball elsewhere. But you need to be primed, activated, ready to go if the ball comes near you. Where are we? Okay. A few more strokes time and we'll go up to our next fast one. One more. You ready? Here we go. Make sure to keep that rate up. And remember, that handle away from the body is really key in getting the rate up. Low and slow. So use the handle away to be what triggers your recovery. So you pull in and then send the handle out at the same speed you pulled it in at. In, out. It's all about rhythm. In, out. And then that handle away triggers your forward rock over your hips so that you are already leaning forwards with your arms straight before you slide forwards which is also vital for technique okay let's take it up nice and fast less than half of this half to go. Someone call that a quarter. Not me. <laughs> nice and slow. Slow it down. 
So handle away, body rock, and then with the handle past your knees and in that forward tilt already, all you have to do is bend your knees and you effortlessly roll to the front of the machine, ready for the next stroke. And your back and arms are in the perfect position. You don't have to do anything else to them. It's all about momentum. The arms away, trigger the forward tilt. And as your body is already moving forwards, your knees just help it finish. Okay, nice and fast. Ooh. Starts to get a little bit like you're working now, doesn't it? There we go, low and slow. But hopefully you already have the fitness to be able to get through a row like this. Or if you don't, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, right, I'm just gonna play the first half of this match and then I'm gonna get substituted off at half time. Because even 45 minutes rowing like this is gonna give you a fantastic workout. And then maybe you can come back another day. We can come back another day, do the second half, and then come back yet another day and see if you can manage both once your fitness is up there. One more. Here we go, nice and fast. Ooh. Push through those legs. Keep the arms straight, forward tilt. Get that power into the machine. There we go, low and slow. Because you can think of your fitness as just like any muscle, really. Something that you can build it, you can refine it, enhance it. And usually, that's done by doing lots of long, slow rows. They build up your core foundation fitness. If you think of a house, you wouldn't build a fancy house with no foundation. And it's the same with your fitness. Build up your core fitness to give you a strong foundation to then be able to either last for long periods of time or go really fast and last at that pace. Here we go, really fast. Keep that stroke rate high. You want to make sure there's a difference. Low and slow. I've basically got a 10 second difference between my low and slow stuff right now and when I go fast. Sometimes I'll increase that to 
15 by going even faster but for the meat for most of this row I'm just going between 10 second pace for the two but stroke rate is going between 20 for these sections and 30 for the fast ones another one coming up after this stroke you ready here we go just 15 seconds I always say you can pretty much withstand 10 seconds of anything so it's just a little bit more low and slow looks like the family's back from the shops hopefully they bought me something nice and yummy I think if I'm burning off close to 1500 calories in today's row I deserve something along the cookie chocolate cake donut lines it's important I mean probably not the best way to replenish calories but it's important to refuel after a row like this just probably probably with better nutrition than a donut <laughs> here we go nice and fast almost there three strokes one more low and slow 15 minutes to go on this half and actually I'll let you into a secret it's Mother's Day tomorrow and there's a bakery in Glasgow called the Three Sisters Bake and they did a Mother's Day bake box so I bought that for Julie but while I was there I did buy the odd slice of cake almost to throw, throw her off the scent that's what I got her so there is a donut waiting inside for me already totally forgot about that only popped into my head when I said maybe they'd get me something two one here we go nice and fast so I'm hoping that what you're feeling at this stage is that you know you've been rowing for over half an hour low and slow but it's not like you feel you need to stop you may be doing something with the intensity to give yourself like a in row break but like I say you still have to vary it so if you slow down these slower parts you have to speed up the faster parts or 
if you speed up these parts then you're able to slow down the faster parts be honest there's no one sitting next to you watching you so you're it's up to you to keep yourself honest here here we go nice and fast Whoa. keep that rate up keep the power up remember although you're not pulling from the front you are pulling at the finish low and slope it's easy to forget that with all these rowing is all about pushing with the legs cues that you'll hear and read from me and other coaches it's easy to forget you do still need to finish nice and strong with the arms get those elbows through your sides try to finish with flat wrists squeeze your shoulder blades together almost as though you're trying to crush a tin can between them one more here let's go sprinting but nice to see the timer tick over into single figures say that much low and slow oh, sunglasses on again there is certain key moments in various rows but pretty much any longer row that's under an hour if it's timed anyway when you see the timer tick over into single figures oh that feels good it's like doing a half marathon and when you get under 10k to go you feel even though you're just over halfway once you get down to 9999 four figures it does feel like you're closing in the end here we go nice and fast do concentrate on a good posture it's easy to slump here we go low and slow under 10 minutes to go it's easy to slump your lower back either because fatigue sets in or in search of more pace that you think slumping into the front and really drooping in it's easy to think that that will help you go faster but it doesn't we should go slower trust me and it can result in injury and nobody wants that 
two strokes to go. Here we go. Nice and fast. Do try to get that full slide into the front of the machine. Here we go, low and slow. Again, when it comes to getting the rate up, it's easy to think that a shorter slide will help ensure if you take a short slide, you can get your stroke rate up. I mean, I could get it up to 70 if I wanted to by hardly returning at all. But it's not going to help my pace. It's not going to help my fitness, what I'm trying to do on the machine. So that's why you still want to take nice full strokes roll in until your shins are vertical and then push here we go nice and fast get those feet pushing the machine away from you push don't think about pulling the handle backwards or sending yourself backwards just think about pushing the machine away from you through the fence through the wall through the treadmill in front of you if you're in a gym that thinking of pushing the machine away helps you to really consolidate that feeling of the power coming from your legs and holding that forward tilt and straight arms as you do so. Two strokes. One more. Here we go, nice and fast. Oh, I forgot to mention the lawnmower. The lawnmower going in the background. So what's left? Kids, low and slow. We've had dogs, planes, lawnmowers. I think shouting kids is the full house for the joys of knowing you're outside. And trust me, that's not sarcasm. It just is marvelous to be rowing outside in shorts and a vest at any time in Glasgow, let alone the end of March, pretty much unheard of. Although that said, I'll probably find out exactly the same thing last year. <laughs> Here we go, nice and fast. Right up, push with the legs, arms straight, hold that tilt 
and arms as long as you can and then swing over your back pull in your arms low and slow five minutes to go until half time now traditionally days gone past half time in a football match would be a nice glass of water and suck on half an orange <laughs> nowadays of course it's like the most precise sports drink for each player massage ice recovery baths mindfulness sessions loads of things to keep the players ready for the second half two strokes one more let's go fast we're still nil-nil it's been a exciting game but no goals scored yet in our football match let's go low and slope but again it's been a nice clean game no stoppage time for injuries or whatever don't worry this isn't one of those sessions where I'm going to spring an extra two minute sprint or anything on you we're just going to do the 90 minute row and then we'll still do a two minute cool down at the end but I'm not going to say let's finish and sprint for a minute because <laughs> that would be mean alrighty one more stroke let's go fast push in that leg power increases your drive speed gets that stroke rate up and your pace up low and slow because stroke rate comes from two actions you push harder with the legs in order to drive out quicker ah, a little bit sawing going on either that or there's a baboon next door <laughs> sawing but the recovery is the other half of stroke rate so you drive quicker and you recover quicker always in a good ratio ideally your drive speed is twice as fast as your recovery okay one more stroke here we go let's go fast second or the penultimate one here we're almost done with this first half low and slope there we go so 
let's coast for a minute and then we finish with a fast 15 seconds as though it's like the last ditch effort of this first half as everyone tries to squeeze out a goal for half time and then we get a three minute rest and we're back into it all over again and I have to think about what to talk about for another 45 minutes <laughs> I'm sure I'll find something here we go chase that ball run up the whole pitch towards the other end pass it cross to the striker striker takes a shot goes right across the top of the goalkeeper's hands top right hand corner you finish the first half 1-0 all thanks to your brilliance right so here's my plan what do you do at halftime in a football match you change ends so in order to try and shut up this knocking sound let's whoops see if spinning ta-da oh I think I'm on the half hang on how long have I got 2.15 see very smart brought spirit level with me I'm pretty much even at the front of course maybe it's all this evening off that's making the noise sorry you're just staring at my backside while I try and level off my rowing machine now that can't be good one way to lose subscribers right I do and we still got that damage tilt there we go hope that's okay ta-da you get to stare at the right hand side of my body for a while now it's probably good from a sun exposure point of view anyway make sure to have a drink it's important like I say that you are hydrated especially if you're trying to do what I'm doing and do the whole 45 minutes solid without stopping I mean I should have weighed myself before I started to be honest that would have been interesting how much weight I would have lost just from fluid loss ah. remind me to drop the volume during those drinking sessions I remember 45 minutes is a long time to be rowing for okay if you're not stopping there's a chance your backside's going to get a bit sore but usually what it is is it's just your sit bones squishing your glutes okay if you have a good posture basically it's your sit bone is through a very kind of small part of your glutes and that's where the sensation of discomfort comes from so rock your backside a little bit to take ease off that pressure however if you have a bad posture and your tailbone is tucked underneath you okay like that and you come to the back and you're like this and then you come forwards what happens is your sit bones are like a rolling pin over your glutes and that's where real pain comes from and that's why posture is so important and why I'm such a little repetition monster when it comes to keeping your posture good okay so you want to make sure that your tailbone isn't tucked underneath you right we're off again in five seconds crikey I run out of 
time even in the end now. Right, three, two, one, go. Here's me worrying about when I have things to talk about. And as it is, kept talking for so long during the rest period, I forgot to actually slow down and take a recovery. That's okay. Got a different view now. We're just gonna do exactly the same thing, okay? Hopefully, you've recovered with those three minutes anyway. Your heart rate would have come down a little bit. And you'll feel a fair bit fresher as we start this second interval. Uh, if towards the end of the first half you were starting to get a little bit tired then just keep going with the pace you want to row at but like I say oh hang on we should be going fast here oh what's he done I forgot my first fast one and low and slow Ooh. So, if fatigue sets in, and it sets in sooner than it did the last time round, just like I say, feel free to ease up a little bit, either on the fast or the slow side, but make sure to speed up the other side, if you do, you know you, you know what your body feels like, what it needs, how you're recovering, what your goals are. Okay, let's go one more stroke, nice and fast. This is a fantastic session to do if you're trying to accumulate meters for a challenge there we go, low and slope so if there's a concept to distance challenge on this is a nice row to do because you get to eat through a whole bunch of meters but because it's split into two 45 minute chunks. It doesn't really feel like it's an hour and a half's worth of rowing. Oh well. I don't feel it is for me anyway. You might be sitting there counting the seconds drip away, but hopefully you're not. Hopefully this is keeping you entertained and motivated to continue. All right, let's go fast. Let's keep it going. Nice and powerful. One more. Let's go low and slow. This session does kind of remind me of 
the training I was doing for the 100 kilometer team event where I got the world record where there was eight of us, I think. I think it was eight. Could have been 12. <laughs> but basically you'd row 20 seconds as fast as you could and then you'd go and sit down, wait for the rest of the team to do 20 seconds each. And then it was your turn again to sprint as fast as you could. Difference being, I was in like the 120s at that point, pace-wise. Here we go, nice and fast. Take it up, stroke rate-wise and pace-wise. Really try and keep it up. One more stroke, low and slow. So for training, I do something similar to this, where I'd row easy for a minute and a half, and then I'd sprint for 20 seconds. I'd do that for like an hour and a half, two hours. And st still didn't prepare me for what I went through over doing five hours of it. But we got the world record for it, so it's always nice. You know, when you're in a job interview and somebody says to you, please do tell me something interesting about yourself, I can say, I've got a world record. <laughs> All right, here we go. Nice and fast, 15 seconds. Push, rate up, nice straight arms, forward tilt, get that power in, low and slow. Of course, after I say I have a world record, they say, oh, what in? And I say, rowing. And they're like, oh. Then I say, well, indoor rowing and they look slightly less impressed <laughs> but hey they don't have one so anyway it's good to have goals it's good to have results something to aim for something to stick on the wall motivation can come from anywhere. Performance gains, weight loss, just time spent on the machine. After this one, let's go fast. Push the machine away with your feet. One more. Low and slow. Because it could just be that you're rowing to try and build up your fitness. The first row you did, you maybe only lasted five minutes. And then you came back the next day. Maybe you managed 
seven minutes but that's a quantifiable increase it can really help to motivate you so you can say wow my fitness has improved I might carry on doing this then you come back the next day do it again you're up to nine minutes Woohoo! so it doesn't have to be world records and podiums it can be whatever motivates you here we go nice and fast two more low and slow I'm getting a very dry throat mouth now I may have to stop at one point and have a drink just to wet my mouth <laughs> you can see my daughter is hanging out the window it's like Romeo and Juliet she's just staring at me I'm sure everybody thinks I'm a lunatic the neighbours probably think I'm a lunatic talking away to myself on a rowing machine the kids definitely do but I don't care I'm helping you I'm getting fitter myself here we go, fast ah, I sprung that one on you Two more, one more. There we go. Low and slow. Ten minutes gone. Ooh. On this second half. Ah, daughter number one. Come outside. <laughs> Just as the sun goes in. Maybe she's a pumpkin. She doesn't want to get spoiled. Oh. Lost count of when I should be sprinting next. In 20 seconds time, I think. We'll find out. I don't think I've missed one properly yet, have I? Three, two, one. Let's go fast. This should really leave you very worked by the end. There we go, low and slow. I would hope that you're not going to finish today's session and then think, right, I'm going to go spend an hour on the bike or the ski erg <laughs> but hopefully this will have covered your cardio needs for today now when it comes to the end of today's row there's going to be a cool down and I really do 
recommend doing it. Because an hour and a half's worth of rowing is going to tire out your muscles. So, cool down will be very much needed. Sprint. I think. Just really have this written down somewhere for when I should be sprinting. I think I got it right. Low and slow. Do keep your focus every now and then on your body positions from a technique point of view. Good thing about rowing is that there's so many important little tweaks you can do in terms of how you have your body that you can kind of keep yourself focused for a long time if you just think about one of them for one minute at a time. So say it's just arms straight. You just focus on having your arms straight on the recovery and trying to hold them straight as you drive. Focus on that for a minute. Here we go, nice and fast. I've stopped talking to these parts now, haven't I? One more. But then you can spend the next minute thinking about that tilt over your back or over your hips. So you make sure to tilt forwards into a one o'clock lean and then hold that tilt as you push with your legs and then rock over your hips into a 11 o'clock lean at the back of the machine. You can focus on that for a minute. And if you just pick these little cues, time will really fly by. Let's go fast. Push through the feet, straight arms. Low and slow. Now half an hour to go. That's an hour worth of rowing, so it's probably a good time. We've already addressed possible discomfort to your backside. But what about your hands? I do see a lot of people asking about gloves and how to prevent blisters. And really, there's two parts to this. One is an element of time where your fingers and hands just aren't used to the constant friction of rowing. So if you're new, you are likely to feel some rough patches. Hang on, 
two strokes one more nice and fast get that handle away from you to promote the faster stroke rate my rate's been slowing down and just thinking about the handle away has got me back up again low and slow but the other two factors for blisters are moist hands and gripping the handle too tight like a death grip and the fix for both of those is to just hook your fingers over the handle rather than have a complete choking death grip on it you're not trying to squeeze the life out of a killer snake so you hook your fingers over the handle okay let's go fast push the feet into the machine get that stroke rate up here the sound of your machine accelerate let's go slow and slow let's take it down nice and easy like I say the aim ideally is to try to hold the same pace for these slow bits and for the fast bits so do try to keep that intensity up there but obviously if you don't think you can complete the session because you're going too hard back off there we go that's Holly out with the netball now you hear banging noises all right let's go fast push and keep arms straight fingers hooked over the handle low and slow and those fingers hooked over the handle not only helps reduce friction of your hands and the handle but also improves the airflow through your hands meaning they don't get drenched in sweat quite as quickly as if you had your hands all closed and tightened up on the handle so if you feel you have a really tight grip on the handle try and ease off hook your fingers over the top of the handle thumbs underneath it and that will hopefully help here we go nice and fast stroke rate up pace up 
let that power flow into the machine. 25 minutes to go. Good stuff. Doing well. But the other reason for having those fingers hooked over the handle is power transfer. So, like I keep on saying, the power comes from pushing your feet into the machine. But obviously, that power has to somehow transfer from the push into the handle. And that's where the straight arms, fingers hooked over the handle comes into play because it's a straight line of force into the handle. Here we go, nice and fast. Push those feet. There we go. Low and slow. Ooh. So, the forward tilt over your hips helps that power come from your feet. The posterior chain up from your legs, through your glutes, up your back. into your shoulders, and then the straight arms then send that power into the machine without your, the muscles in your arms fighting it and soaking up that power. Oh, I've forgotten, I've been distracted. I'm gonna sprint here after this stroke. I don't know if that's too soon. If it is, I'll reset when we get down to 20 minutes to go. I think that's right. Low and slow. Yeah, that's right. If you've done enough of my rows, you'll know my ability to do maths while rowing. It's quite limited. <laughs> but good news is I can at least do the maths to say that's us past the halfway point in this half. So we've only got one more quarter to go. And I have to hope that if you've made it this far, you're going to be okay to finish off the session. Here we go. Nice and fast. Push. Just get into that rhythm. Really, rowing is as much about rhythm as it is everything else, low and slow. If you can just hit a good rhythm to your stroke, a nice 
slow as you drive and recover. You've got a good pattern to your breathing. And sometimes you can just switch off your conscious self and just let the rhythm of your body take over and you'll end up rowing at the pace and for the duration that you planned without really needing to think about it okay one more and then we'll go fast here we go arm straight fingers hooked over the handle good posture as you tilt over your hips last one low and slow 20 minutes to go doing well kind of lost the whole idea of talking about this like a football match when I did it the other day I was a lot more on it when it came to talking about running down wings and being a defender and trying to win the match but I think whether I've already said all that stuff once before or just I realised at the time how silly it sounded then this time round I'm not really focusing too much on that here we go nice and fast that's not to say that there isn't a link like I say intensity should be similar low and slow I'd have to hope that by the end of this row I'd be in a similar state of uh, exertion, tiredness, effort, whatever as I would be if I just played 90 minutes worth of football I don't know what to do next I suppose what am I talking about rhythm and flow somebody did <laughs> comment why not do row like Tai Chi but that'd be like five strokes a minute but I could do the one really work on the flow of the stroke here we go nice and fast but there wouldn't really be any you could probably do it fully closed because there'd be no cardio element to it last one low and slow Ooh. might do cycling I do a fair bit of training sessions on Zwift the online cycling software where you hook your turbo trainer up to it 
and it controls the intensity of the bike and as you go up a hill in the software it makes it harder for you to pedal etc and there are good interval training sessions in Zwift which would actually work quite well as a kind of basis for a row so I might do that I won't steal a Zwift one but I'll make up my own in a similar way okay nice and fast you oh. can tell I'm starting to get a bit tired the huffing and puffing has started low and slow and there you go that's the full house of the kids having fun in the garden <clears throat> to show how great it is to have the opportunity to be outside rowing in March so I know there's still a lot of places in the world that are like 10 feet deep in snow so I'm very very thankful of this opportunity to be out in the studio and rowing on my little stage which is a lot quieter than I'm facing this way around never really mentioned that okay last one here nice and fast 15 seconds two more low and slow you know I know I did it just a few days ago as well but I am pleased that I'm able to manage an hour and a half's worth of rowing just shows what I said about building up fitness because when I first recovered from Covid towards the end of January I could only manage a five minute row before I just had to stop because I was so exhausted it was pretty much two months to the day since I last or since I first tasted negative and I'm up at this kind of duration so that's good last one let's go fast push so push with the feet only pull at the back might even help to say push pull push pull low and slow because it is one of the biggest changes that anyone who's never really looked into technique of rowing before that moment of discovery that the stroke is about pushing with the feet and not by pulling with the arms from the front completely transforms 
not only the stroke, but the kind of workout that they get from it. Kill a red thing saying, running uses 85% of your muscles, but only when you do it right. One more. Here we go. Nice and fast. Push, pull. Push, pull. Push, pull. Push, pull. There we go. Low and slow. And really, like I said right at the beginning, it's all about how long you can hold that forward tilt and arms straight for to let the power flow from your legs into the machine. Not even thinking about the backswing, but if you just compare that leg drive, I'm going legs, arms, legs, arms. It really is all about legs, arms. My arms are straight right until the end of the stroke. Two, one. Here we go, nice and fast. Get that rate up, arms away. Notice I'm not pausing at any stage of the stroke, low and slow. You may have seen things called pick drills, where you pause at certain points of the stroke. Like you'll drive out and pause. Pause to analyze the position that you're in. Same with the front where you come forward, pause and drive out. But that's just so you can analyze that you're getting into the right position. It's not meant to be your actual rowing stroke. So if you pause anywhere in your stroke, try to stop it. Here we go. Nice and fast. And then this will take us into single figures time-wise. Two more. One more. There we go. That's us just under 10 minutes to go. Hopefully these last two sets of five minutes will fly by. I mean, if I'm doing something like a half hour time trial at 26 to 28 strokes a minute, once I hit 10 minutes to go, I'll just think, right, that's 260 strokes to go, or 280, whatever it is. Because weirdly, 260 strokes 
seems a lot easier than 10 minutes of rowing. <laughs> Here we go, nice and fast. I'm a very simple sausage. I can play tricks on my brain to help me row. I will, low and slow. But then I used to do the same back in the days when I'd go for big long five hour bike rides on the road. I'd know how far I had until I'd get home. So I'd spend the whole time doing maths, thinking right if I'm cycling at 22 miles an hour and I have 88 miles to go, well, that's easy maths, that's four hours. But just to try and quantify it in a much simpler way and break it down into how long will it take to do 10 miles and stuff. Okay, nice and fast. Get that rate up for sprinting up the pitch. Really can't say it enough. Make sure to put in the effort, low and slow. Like I've said it, and I'll keep saying it, you really want to make sure that intensity is hitting you right. If you don't feel like this has been a really tough cardio workout, you haven't been going hard enough. And I don't know if you can with only seven minutes to go, unless you just <laughs> take it up to 10k pace or 5k pace for the rest of the session. But hopefully, oh, Mr. B. No, oh, or Mrs. B, who knows? Don't look like a queen though. All right, here we go. Nice and fast. In fact, one of my old videos had a hashtag Buzzy Bee because of the bumblebee that flew into shot. Maybe that's it. Ah. Low and slow. One second, I'm just gonna shout to child number two. Holly, you know not to hit the camera if you're playing. Okay, there you go. Not a bad check. You never know. And even then, the chances of the camera still getting hit are quite high. <laughs> so if there's a sudden glitch and drop out, that'd be why. Oh, that's of course. Oh, I really hope the sound works this time round. First, I'm enjoying these rows. Don't know if I want to do another one quite so soon. Here we go, nice and fast. I mean, 
it's going to be awesome for my fitness. Last one. Low and slow. You're awesome for, from that point of view, to have done two of these in a week. And because there is a Concept 2 challenge on right now, then that's like 40, what, 44,000 meters towards the team, towards the row along team. Because I've done this twice. But don't want to do another one. Like on, it's Saturday today, don't really fancy due to technical issues having to do it again on Monday or something. Want to get to some other rows. Okay, two strokes. One more. Nice and fast. So that's us on the home straight. Under four minutes. So we've just got another three of these to go. After this one, low and slope. Then we'll be done. And like I said, don't worry. I'm not going to suddenly throw in injury time or extra time or make you do a couple of hundred meter sprints and call that penalties or something. That would be mean. And maybe many things, but hopefully mean isn't one of them. What do I have to go next? It's 45, isn't it, for the next one? <laughs> Sorry, distracted by the kids playing again. Even having them outside playing is lovely, instead of inside reading books or on phones and stuff. Nice and fast. There's kids everywhere. And I seem to have six kids, low and slow. Sure, I've only got two. Oh, right, I find finding myself doing a weird wrench in my back here to try and keep the pace up. So I need to try and concentrate on posture. Hello. Try and keep a fluid stroke for the last two minutes of today's row. Just concentrate. So I really don't want with under two minutes to go to suddenly get injured. <laughs> that would suck. <clears throat> okay, two more. One more. Here we go. Nice and fast. Two more of these to go. And then we're all done for the main session. And then just a quick two minute cool down to finish. Low and slower. Ah, 
<laughs> I'm going to assume I'm being cheered on. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I can tell I'm really dehydrated. My lips are all dry and cracked. But it's only 51 seconds to go, so... This will be a nice finish. So, it's still 1-0. It's been a good second half. But the ball is up in their corner. So you have to race to the penalty box to be part of it. See if you can score a goal. So, start sprinting now. Put everything into it. You cross halfway. You're in the penalty box. Corner's taken. Floats up nice and high in the air. Person in front of you misses it. It falls to you. You swing, you kick, you score. With a tenth of a second left on the clock. You score the final goal and you're voted MVP or player of the match or whatever. Did well. There you go. So that was an hour and a half's worth of rowing, hopefully in a way that it didn't feel like an hour and a half's worth of rowing. So I'm just going to quickly load in the two minutes into my monitor for cool down. Importantly, have a drink. Ah. And then let's get into this cool down. So much like the warm up pace wise, so just keep it probably around about your low and slow pace there actually. Enough of a push from the feet that you can connect to your hands, feel the tension through your muscles, give them a chance to cool down rather than plummet down. Because trust me, there is no phrase in the English language involving the word plummet that is good. Here we go then in three, two, one. Let's go. Nice cool down. Of course, I know someone's going to get in touch and say, oh, yes, there is. The chances of him losing all his money had plummeted or something like that. So, yes, there are phrases in the English language, but you get what I mean. You usually plummet to your death or stocks plummeted or the heart rate plummeted or whatever. That's my point. Whereas, if you can just ease, slide yourself into neutral here, let your muscles work, pump a little bit, but gradually slow down more and more. So I've started to decrease my pace down to, well, I'm now rowing about 20 seconds slower than I was during my low and slow sections. So it really is a nice, easy pace. Enough of a push from my feet that I can feel them. I can feel the tension as the handle connects to the flywheel. So I know that my muscles are needing to respond, but they're not particularly having to work. My heart rate has dropped from, it's run about 145 during the main session. It dropped to about 125 before I started the cool down and it's just holding there at 125. So my heart's also getting a chance to just slow down a bit, pump the blood around my body, flush out any 
acids or whatever gets deposited in your muscles. And hopefully, if you do some stretching, it will minimize any chances of muscle soreness after today's session. I'm gonna take two more strokes. Three, two, one. And we're done. Right, so I do recommend stretching. Okay, so if you're able to, if you have the time, find yourself a nice space somewhere, get a mat, get somewhere comfortable, somewhere you know you're gonna be okay. And top right hand corner of the screen, I think. Yeah, top right corner of the screen. Stretching John has just appeared looking very grumpy. Um, now, just follow him. He'll take you through hamstrings, glutes, uh, quads, hip flexors, triceps, biceps, shoulders, forearms, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> no, you, don't worry, you're not gonna end up dancing. But that's basically the stretches that I do after a session. So basically after I do a session like this, I put him up, the top, him up in the top right corner for you to stretch while I talk at you. And then afterwards that's a stretch. Afterwards when I've seized, <laughs> I then do those stretches. You may be asking why I don't do those stretches and talk to you at the same time, why I have him up, the, up in the top right hand corner of the screen. Because I'd fall over, that's why. It's tough enough for me to walk down the street and chew gum without falling over. So if I were to try and actually, I mean, listen, rowing and talking to you is tough enough as it is. Um, but at least I'm just moving up and down. There's no real, there's no real. What actually I do find is my technique does fall apart slightly. Uh, when I make these, the, the, you may have heard me talk about the butt scoot quite a lot where my backside kind of moves slightly before. So really what you want to do is you connect everything at the front, you connect your feet in, connect to the handle, and then push, drive out, all the power goes in. But I have a tendency to have a tiny little backwards movement of my, my seat. If you ever slow down my videos, you'll, you'll see that. And it happens when I'm talking to people. It doesn't really happen, I mean, it does kind of, but it doesn't happen as bad when I'm on my own just training. But when I'm making videos for you guys, apparently my backside doesn't want to be part of it. And so I have a little butt scoot. So um, yeah, so they care about me, but, but the good thing about that, that's one of the reasons why, uh, I, sorry, just had to deal with, Children, so I mean, life was easier when I wasn't a parent and I could just ignore kids. Oh, so much better. But apparently, if I ignore my own kids, people start to complain, especially my wife. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I was talking about something that probably wasn't that interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, videos, yeah. So if you do get a chance to, to video your own self while rowing, and you can analyze your own stroke, it's great. I mean, one of the great things about me making these videos for you guys is that I get to see myself rowing and go, oh, I've still got that butt scoot or I've still got whatever. So it's really good. On top of that, if you want to video yourself and then send it to me, then I will analyze it for you and I will tell you what's going wrong. And remember, everything here is entirely free. I'm, I'm a lunatic. I spend all my time on a rowing machine making videos and all this kind of stuff for you guys, and it's for free. Don't charge a penny. Um, because, well, I've got a day job, I don't need to. So, and I enjoy making these kind of things. So, um, I mean, I'd love to make my living from doing, from doing this, but... I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so probably because I don't charge. <laughs> Maybe if I actually charged money for, for this kind of thing, then, then I would be able to, oh, the irony. But um, yeah, I think if I started to charge money for this, I'd have to be a heck of a lot more professional, wouldn't I? And let's face it, that's never going to happen. So, and the deal, I keep on saying that the contract that we make with each other is that I can be uh, a little bit floopy, a little bit kind of lost in the rowing machine um, and you put up with it because you're not paying for it. If you went to one of the other guys, you're paying all the money, I'm sure they're going to be terribly a lot more professional than I am. So, but you get, you get what you pay for. It makes it sound like I'm really underselling myself, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's the, 
I, you know, I don't need to sell myself. You're here for, hopefully you enjoyed this row. So yeah, so there we go. So we have now done, what have we done? We've done row like squash, row like golf, row like swimming. Now we've done row like football, soccer. Um, and I may do row like cycling uh, next. And I may stop there. I can't really think of another sport that I can do that works. I mean, rugby's kind of going to be really, relatively similar to this. So is like field hockey. I mean, ice hockey, is there anything that I could do with that? Don't know. I mean, the Tai Chi thing's not that bad an idea, but I don't really think anyone would watch that one. If you can think of a sport that I can try and just try and kind of reflect the cardio uh, intensity on a rowing machine to try and make these things. It's really what it comes down to. So this is just a, it's a way to look at a session in a slightly different way, rather than me just saying, right, today we're going to row for 90 minutes, 20 strokes a minute, and we're all going to fall asleep halfway through. Do something like this, it makes it a little bit more interesting. Um, and so that's kind of what we're doing here. And then this kind of goes alternatives rather than doing like a performance-based plan. So like 2K plans, 5K plans, 10K plans, all up here on the channel. They're amazing. They're, they'll make you go fast and stuff. Sorry, battery issues. I mean, I'm giving the fright of my life. The battery died. Uh, as I, I finished this video, walked over and it was dead. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna have to do this again. But I literally finished with like 30 seconds to go as I was doing uh, a, a little rant. So I'll, con I'll continue the rant um, and then I can say goodbye. It's great. So yeah, so what I was saying is um, rows like this are really important when it comes to just mixing things up. Okay, if you are constantly doing uh, performance training, if you're always trying to look to push your 2K time or your 5K time or your 10K time, it can be really exhausting mentally. I mean, physically, obviously it's gonna be, but this idea of always chasing the numbers on your machine, of always trying to go a little bit faster, of always trying to get a little bit faster 2K, of having like a 2K test every four weeks and all that kind of stuff, man, it gets so tough. And then, to be honest, I think that's one of the things that ruined racing for me was these constant 2Ks and things and that constant, kind of push for that thing that really did kind of um also a point where um when i had my kind of hand injury and it kept me off rowing for a while it was almost a blessing because it gave me a chance to recover and stop doing that for a little while and then got back into the training and, and racing thing again so a session like this is great or these kind of these row like swimming row like golf kind of things are great to kind of put in in between your your kind of performance training so you can carry on working on your rowing you can use something like this to work on your core fitness your technique your kind of mental state while rowing and then when you're ready you can then go back into kind of a performance thing so like say like if you looked is like an, uh, an off season this is the kind of thing you want to do and then kind of when you get into the winter and it's racing season again you get back into racing but this is the kind of stuff that can it's like your bread and butter that will just keep you going nicely okay so um if you can think of a sport that can kind of do uh, another couple of these and please do otherwise i think i'll kind of start to kind of move away and then get back into doing i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to roll my own 2k plan see how that works um because i need to build up after the uh, in a post-covid state i need to get back into that kind of speed and, and whatever if my my goal is to try and go to canada in 2023 and compete in the world indoor rowing championships again so i need to start getting a little bit faster so anyway that's me at the very end thank you so much for being part of this um i do really really appreciate you spending any time with me but if you spent the entire hour and a half with me today then well you've got a hell of a lot more patience than, than a lot of people i know so thank you very much um i will see you in a future video the last thing is just to give uh, some kind of a hashtag um, just to say you made it to the end of this video so we'll just have either football or soccer okay you can just have hashtag that so I'll see you in another video uh, until then please look after yourselves stay safe be well bye bye for more info and to check out the YouTube videos go to rowalong.com <laughs>